What's going on, guys? Nikhil and Lucas back for another episode of Hip Hop Hype Hour. Feels good to be back in the regular recording schedule. At least that's what we hope at this point. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're it back here that, on a yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. feels good. Feels good to have like a really busy week. Like this week, so much stuff happened. This week, we have so much news, so much things to discuss. So, I mean, it didn't feel like a busy week until Thursday. I mean, I'll get into that here true, in a second. True. But no, I mean, I'm just saying, I feel like we haven't recorded on a weekend morning at this time in like over a month or oh, finally yeah, yeah. back to that. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying, very busy week that we had in music, uh, particularly because of what happened on Thursday. So um, we'll just cut right to the chase here. So obviously the big thing is here that Drake is back with a new project. Uh, I was not expecting this to be the subject of an episode again this soon. And we had this conversation, right? We we're yeah. like, okay, I think he's going to drop something this summer, but I thought it was going to be later. You know, I didn't think it was going to be this month even, you know? Right. And right. it's kind of funny because with CLB, we were talking about the anticipation for that album pretty much every single day on here for like six months. And we practically never even discussed this coming up even though there were leaks like my whole for you page on tiktok had just been drake leaks like this past whole week. i was gonna say it's only the week though yeah it was really only right like a week where where you were getting like uh some rumoring some rumblings and then yeah, it just had like some came out yeah and the weird thing is that usually when there's rumblings like this the past few times they've ended up being true because it was the same thing for dark lane demo tapes back in 2020 mm. leaks started popping up and Actually, I'm going to take that back. It was slightly different in the sense that leaks had been popping up for a couple of months, rather. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Drake had also been putting out like songs and music videos that were not going on Spotify yet. Like he put out a music video for War and for Chicago Freestyle. So they went up on YouTube, but the songs didn't actually drop. And then a song called Desires with Future leaked. And then he put it out on YouTube or SoundCloud or something, but he didn't put it out on streaming. Right. And then he dropped Susie Slide as a single. And then finally we got Dark Lane demo tapes, which ended up being a full mixtape. So this was kind of similar in the sense of just the announcement, right? We got mm. the announcement of a, this new album, honestly, never mind. And then the album ended up actually dropping that night. And for that reason, I think people were seeing similarities between this and Dark Lane demo tapes, you know, yeah, like summer yeah, type of mixtape and, you know, in that but- sort of realm, right? Right, Um, right. So I'm not entirely surprised, though, like I said, that this did end up dropping. Uh, The surprise was more that he announced it six hours before. I was not so much surprised by the fact that it actually ended up dropping because if you look at the past few years, Drake has a tendency to follow up major studio albums with mixtapes, often not even a year later, right? Right, right. So yeah, we figured something was dropping this summer, but what we actually ended up getting uh was not expected okay at okay all. I'm, I'm, gonna stop, I'm gonna stop yeah, you for exactly. a second. yeah exactly yeah, yeah i'm gonna stop you right there <laughs> yeah. um We've one thing i did want to point out well another thing i wanted to point out that just ties into this whole thing i've been saying about how drake is constantly giving us music on a consistent basis it may not seem like it you know because he's like the biggest artist in the world arguably one of the biggest and people are always anticipating new music from him. So sometimes it seems like it's been forever since he mm-hmm. drops, but he really doesn't. He, he drops on average between like nine to 12 months apart all the time. And if you look all the way back, the last time that we haven't had a calendar year with 
some sort of body of work from Drake was 2014, which is almost eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Because uh, you had 2014 where you got no releases. Then 2015, we had If You're Reading This Is Too Late and What a Time to Be Alive. 2016, you get views. 2017, we get More Life. 2018, we get Scorpion. 2019, we didn't get any new releases, but we did get so far gone, repackaged and remastered, mm-hmm. officially released on streaming for the 10th anniversary. And we also got Care Package, which was a collection of unreleased music from Drake that most people had heard already because they were on YouTube and SoundCloud and stuff. But for a lot of his newer fans, 90% of that was new music. So like we'll count that as a new release for technical reasons, right? And then 2020, we got Dark Lane demo tapes. 2021, we have CLB. 2022, we have Honestly Nevermind. And I think what's interesting is that if you look at the two years in his career where he hasn't dropped anything, being 2012 and 2014, both of those years have been the follow-up from two his two albums that are his classics, like Untouchable. He'll never make an album as good as that again. Take care and nothing was the same. So it's not like it's not just random that those two years are the years where he didn't release anything. I think it shows that he definitely spent so much time and effort into those albums that he needed that one year of just, you know, you know, relaxation and chill or tour mm-hmm. or whatever. And then how that shifted post 2015, where now it looks, seems like he's dropping every year. And we'll talk about this. In yeah. The- we'll talk about this more. I know, I know you had a lot to say about the amount <laughs> yes, of I effort do. and energy put into this project. I definitely um, do. And one other thing I wanted to talk about before we, transition to the other news and then revisit this album is this album is only being called a studio album for legal reasons and academics confirmed this it has to do with the new record deal okay the record deal wanted it to be labeled as a studio project for like promo and merch reasons okay that's the only reason it's not being labeled as a mixtape because for all other purposes, this falls in the same lane as your Dark Lane demo tapes, your More Life, your, if you're reading this, it's too late, in terms of how long he actually spent on the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's talk about the new music this week. Um, let's actually start with Vinyl Days by Logic, because I've, yeah, <laughs> I've been talking for too long now, and I need to give you some time to speak here, because you were raving about this album yesterday, so I want to yeah, give you so- the, spot- the spotlight here. So remember in the buildup, I was like, uh, you know, last year when, when, what was it, Tarantino 3 came out, we we kind of uh, ripped on that album very hard, deservingly, right? Like that album was was the, probably one of the worst albums of the year. Um, and so it seemed like Logic was just like clowning at this point, right? A lot of people were ripping on him for saying like, oh, I'm retiring and coming out of retirement again and all this stuff. And it really wasn't making sense where he was going or what he was doing with his career. So then I, I start hearing murmurings for vinyl days and I, I listened to the few singles that come out before this. I think maybe you had already written off logic by this point as a lot yeah, of people. I, I, I didn't even know these singles or this album was dropping, to be honest. I, I was right. actually going to talk about that in last week's new music is that we did get a single from logic right for this project. Right, right. Um, so a lot of singles dropped and I actually was just, like I was really enjoying a lot of the singles leading into it. So I kind of thought, OK, there's some potential here. So then we got vinyl days uh, today. Uh, or yeah, I sorry this this week right we got vinyl days on Friday. Um, it's thirty tracks, so it's a very long album. So that's but, what I was gonna say is yes. why is nobody criticizing the fact that he put out a thirty song album? Because so most of the time was, when rappers do, it's an issue. That's what I was gonna interject. Most of those are actually skits. Every every song title, if it's a okay. person's name, is a skit from that person. So he got he got a lot of people to call him 
and leave voicemails for the album. So people like J.J. Uh, Abrams, Aaron Judge, um, yeah, Michael Rapp, Tony Rivoli, uh, Nardwar, Needle Drop, Anthony Fantano. Uh, yeah, so he got a lot of people from the industry and around just to call and leave their thoughts on the project and some thoughts with him. Uh, so that's why it's 30 tracks. It's not actually 30 tracks of music. It's maybe closer to 20. Um, and, uh, you know, this project actually blew me away. Like, I, I would say this is one of the best releases of the year so far. I don't really have any criticisms on it. It's, it's not obviously like Kendrick level, right? But like, it's just amazing to see like Logic still has it when he really focuses and puts forth effort. So this is kind of a conceptual album that that's like, the concept here is about vinyl records and, and like the legacy of hip hop and how Logic's like, uh, talk, he talks about sampling, he talks about classic artists like Jay Dilla and uh, MF Doom, and he pays tribute and homage to them. Um, he talks about his maturity a lot, like how he's kind of learned to accept Chris. So one of the biggest criticisms people had of Logic was like, he's this just rap spiritual, miracle, lyrical, you know, his flows don't make sense. He's just spitting out words that rhyme and there's no uh, direction in his lyrics. And on this album, well, well that was largely like, true for most of his that was largely albums. true, right? So at this album, there's a lot of growth. He actually addresses that. A lot of these songs are really focused. There's songs like, um, you know, you get like uh, Black White Boy, where he's talking about like how he's learned to accept criticism and, and listen to it and leverage it. There's a song like LaDonda, where he talks about his relationship with Anthony Fantano, who was like a notable critic of him. He gave him like zeros on multiple projects. Well, here's here's the thing. From wanting to is, murder him to being friends with them. So like, yeah. So I remember they did like a live stream together, yeah. which for somebody who's been so critical of him, most rappers wouldn't even entertain that. They would be like, I'm not going to speak to this guy. Right. So it's really interesting to see that mature. Like, I think this album just shows how much logic has matured and how much like and he's talked about Tarantino 3 and stuff, saying that he just wanted to get off the record with Def Jam. So this is his last project with Def Jam. Um, and that was a big part of why he released his past few projects as rushed and as shittily as they were, because he wanted to get off the, the label. But this project, you know, um, I think this is worth the listen. Uh, it's a, very much a tribute and a love story to old school boom bap and, and classic hip hop. So I was blown away by this and I think everyone deserves to give it a chance. I don't think many people will because Logic has blundered so much in his past few projects and I was going to get into the decision. Yeah. So, so here are my thoughts on the album. So I don't want to I don't want to say anything about the music itself right. because I have not listened to this project in its entirety because I've been too invested in this Drake album. Yeah, that's that's really so that's um but I will get around to this just because you're saying it's so good here's what i will say though i did i did play a couple of tracks on the album like la donda for example just mm -hmm. to see what kind of the album is about here like a small sample size and i definitely see what you mean the beats are very much uh they're they're kind of contemporary right they're like a little bit more traditional they have yeah. kind of like an old yeah. school feel to them very which i thought so. was a little interesting right uh now here's what kind of irks me about logic obviously i did write him off like last year yeah, yeah. and i still feel that way maybe this album will change my mind i don't think so to be honest because i think that's kind of drilled into my head now but here's the thing with logic is when i view him as a rapper i see him as someone who when i first heard his music in like 2015 2016 i saw potential there for him to become you know one of the more popular rappers that right, we have just right. because i'm not saying i saw like I'm, I'm not trying to compare him to Eminem, but just in terms of like this notion that like, oh, you have like, uh, and obviously he is mixed, but you have like 
a white rapper who a lot of people like see him as a white rapper doing yeah, these fast yeah. like crazy flows so you definitely do get those Eminem comparisons there just, oh yeah just due to that fact and his beats were very modern sounding and he had like energetic fun music so when I first heard him and especially a lot of people used to rave about Under Pressure you know one of his oh, first yeah, projects absolutely. right and then he had that song Flexicution which I was a huge fan of and then the original Bobby Tarantino these are projects that got a lot of uh, like praise, right? Yeah, yeah. And sure. so I actually used to listen to Logic, not heavily, but he was in my rotation back in the right. day, maybe like seven years ago. And then as I started hearing more and more of his music after those projects, it quickly started to occur to me that Logic is not gonna be like your popular mainstream rapper that's gonna work with your other favorite rappers mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. he's gonna he's kind of established himself as a niche artist who has like a small dedicated fan base yeah. and a large base of critics and i think that this album kind of well it may not be like that in its entirety but you can already see that it's kind of what's happened before has already not set this album up for failure, but it's prevented this album from being commercially successful yes. because you just have a lot of people that are not going to listen to it, even if it is objectively very good. Yeah, right? that's that's 100% true. Like uh, one of the things that, you know, uh, on the Reddit, like Hip Hop Heads Forum, which he calls out in the song with Donda, how he like is an active member of the community and was before he got famous. They actually like mark this, this like when they have like the new release threads, they mark this thread down and they gave it like a really bad flair. Mm -hmm. uh because you know they i guess they have beef with logic or they just think logic's clown or something so that just goes to show you though right like his last few projects have definitely tarnished his reputation and mean mm -hmm. that this project um it, it'll be in people how people view this project will be influenced by that but um i also think like if you listen to this project and you listen to what logic's saying now i don't think he cares anymore and that's a huge step in my eyes for for him and and what he's become because um, look at his reaction to what was his project with like the the project that was the guy 1-800 on it what was that project called I don't remember but I I don't that was, was the called? project where he he like completely shut down he was like look I'm retiring because people were just shitting on that project so much and he just couldn't take it um, and on this mm -hmm. project he talks about how like look it was everybody that was everybody that's what it was mm -hmm. on this project he's like look I understand that critics are going to say what they're going to say but I'm going to make the music that I want to make and, uh, you know, if you, if you love it, like, good, that's great. If you don't, um, good, that's great. You know, I'm not letting it influence me anymore. So I really respect that maturity from logic. Cause I haven't heard him say that before. And I think that right. was a huge step that he needed to take, but I think you're right. I think this just confirms that he's decided that he is comfortable making the music he wants to make that old school boom bap, uh, vintage sound, you know, fast yeah. flow. And I don't think he's going to stray from that lane to become the world's most popular artist. But I think- Yeah, that, I, know, I think so too. Lane, but for that reason, okay. I think the only like downside is that, I mean, like you said, I guess it doesn't really matter for him because you said he doesn't care anymore. So he's just going to stay in this lane and kind of just settle down as more of a niche artist right. that a ton of people don't really listen to anymore. Um, what I still- See, I don't even know if I want to say Logic like fell off because I don't even know if he really like reached the point where you can- justify that and the counter argument here like my, my point being that i don't think he ever reached like a point of success to where you can see like where he is now is kind of a fall off i just think he, it's more of he had an opportunity 
to yeah, kind of climb yeah. up and he never seized it appropriately because yeah. when you look at an album like everybody and this is a counter example i wanted to bring up people might say oh well the song 1-800 it has 1.1 billion streams and it's like sure that's true but where the issue is is that it has 1.1 billion streams because unfortunately people make fun of the song more than they actually praise it for what i think logic was trying to accomplish because obviously this was supposed to be kind of like a therapy type song it was, it was supposed to like reach out and like speak to people right but unfortunately and like suicide is not something to joke about but i've seen that when this song gets used it's like in reference to like like sad events like i'll, I'll see this get used as like oh my sports team lost or something i'm gonna post an instagram story using this song or whatever right that's the context that this song gets used in people use it more like a meme than like an actual uh-huh. you know song that's supposed to have impact and i think that was the issue is that logic was trying to be taken seriously but people wouldn't like and you know you remember this right he got he got this rap as like uh like corny like silly type of yes, rapper yeah even yeah. though that, that that's what i'm trying to get to here even yeah, though yeah, that's yeah. not what he was trying to do like he was trying to actually be serious with his music but he was not being it taken as such right and yeah. that's that point where i think people were like all right this guy's not it right because he tried something and he thought it was going to be interpreted a certain way and then people did a full 180 on it and that was kind of his downfall um and, and that's what i mean by he had an opportunity to seize a particular status and he couldn't do it which is why i don't say he, that he fell off uh but he's just kind like, of yeah yeah He's stuck in this kind of lane forever now. And he's accepted right. that. So maybe that's why the music is sounding more organic and authentic at this point. Yeah. But that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're hundred percent right. Um, but I think if, you know, if anyone out there has an interest in that lane, listen to this project. If that lane of hip hop, like old school boom bap doesn't interest you, uh, you know, that's fine too. So. Yeah. So we'll move on to the new music here. In addition to this, we got a bunch of other stuff. To this is a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> so so Fago EP before pink. Um, really nice project. I've been honestly, uh, not a huge fan of Sofago, but I've really liked his music ever since Travis started publicizing him. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause he was kind of secretly signed to cactus Jack. Well, he wasn't really promoted or talked about that much. And then one day Travis posted him on his Insta story and that's all it took. Right. Right. Um, like the cactus Jack fan base started gravitating towards Sofago and listening to him. Uh, but here's the problem. So obviously we saw him in day in Vegas. I've said this several times and he was like, my new album, pink hearts is on the way very soon. And we still don't have it a year later, <laughs> you yeah. know, a, a year later like, we have before pink, but not right. It's like, why did he drop yeah. an EP called before pink? He's like, this EP is going to be an anticipation for my album. Pink cards. He's like, why are you dropping an EP? Just drop the album, you know? Yeah, I, I get that hundred percent. Here's like, the issue. Here's the issue. I think this album was ready to drop uh at maybe towards the end of 2021 maybe beginning of 22 but because of cactus jack i think there's something going on on the business side of things over there that basically they're saying until utopia drops we're not gonna have sofago drop maybe it's to it's to try to help him maybe they don't want sofago to drop and then utopia overshadow maybe they want sofago to come after so that he can have yeah. the spotlight for a little bit but because of what went down last november with the asteroid incident utopia has clearly got put on the burner for 
you know, several oh, months yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. definitely would have had the project out by now, if not for what, what happened in November. And if Utopia dropped, then I bet Pink Hearts would have probably dropped. So I think he realized it's like, okay, it's been way too long. Like people are getting upset with the fact yeah, that I'm holding back this project. Yeah. I got to put something out to give myself another few months. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and this is an enjoyable project. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with you. Like at, at this point, like I don't want another EP from Sofago. Because like, he already has three so and they're all like 20 minutes. And now this is right. a fourth. Exactly. I, I want like a full length project. I want to see like what he's been working on, right? <laughs> like I want to see who so, he's been working with because I think he's yeah. established some pretty decent connections now within the industry. Just being Yeah, he made the double XL freshman list. This yeah, year, well, right? and we'll talk so, all about that here. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. right, he's got the platform. We just, I just want to see where he goes with it. And so I'm ready to see, I'm ready for a project. <laughs> so what's interesting about Sofago for me is that I think he definitely has a lot of influence from that emo rap type of lane. Oh, yeah. When you listen yep. to his music, the trippy red influence is definitely there. And he works with Lil Tecca a lot. That's one of his close friends. But his production, I think, is where it differs because I'm not a huge fan of the trippy red production and the direction that he's been going in with his beats. Mm -hmm. But with Sofago, you get kind of a more laid back emo vibe. Like he's not really yelling and screaming on his songs. It's it's more harmonizing and more melodic than trippy reds music. Yeah, And I, I really like the production and the direction he goes in with that. So for that reason, I thought this EP was, uh, it was pretty good, good, you know, just yeah. a solid, solid five tracks. I think it's enough to keep you satisfied until we get this new album, uh, but really ne nothing negative to say about it. Yeah, I agree. But also like, you know, I don't have anything overwhelmingly um, positive to say about it. Like, cause I'm just waiting for, you know, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the whole thing. So, yeah. and I'm sure he's holding the best tracks for the, oh, the album. Sure. Right. I think so, so yeah. So next up, we got You Dig, another single by Lil Baby and 42 Doug had another feature on there as well. Um, I like the song, but here's the issue right now with Lil Baby is I just feel like so much of his music has leaked that everything that he's putting out now is not original. That's what I've I'm heard concerned this. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this, right? So it's like, how much of the album is going to be, be new. Like, leaked stuff, you know? Uh, or singles because we already put out like what four singles for this yeah, so, yeah yeah so in a minute was not leaked that that was because he put out a teaser as a music video yeah right on had been leaked because anthony edwards he plays for the timberwolves uh he posted a snippet on his ig story in like november and then it somehow leaked after that and then uh the other song which was frozen it that one had leaked as well um and i, I think there's reasons for why certain artists leak more than others and it has to do with the fact that a lot of these trap artists, like Atlanta street artists, right? Mm -hmm. um, they make it out of the hood, right? So when they make it, they bring up like all their like boys with them too. And that ends up being like their crew. And remember 21 Savage actually talked about this a little bit on yeah, an interview. Yeah, he did. So, so there's, there's parallels between this. It's like, I'll, and I'll, I'll kind of do a sidetrack here. He was talking about kind of like Young Thug and Gunna and a lot of these people and a lot of rappers and artists actually and like why they get into like like caught up in messes and trouble and stuff. And it was basically this idea like, you know, when they're young, like 19, 20 years old, they make it like big in music. The label shows up. They're like, here's a million dollar deal. Well, now they're stuck. It's like they got to like bring up their hood and their boys with them, because if they don't, then they become a target because those people are going to be like, yo, why is this guy get to make millions of dollars and get out of here? Right. I, I think mm -hmm. like if you look back at Pop Smoke, a lot of people had issues with him because he was, you know, part of that drill scene and one of those people who had made it out. And there were a lot of people who 
weren't happy with that. And they essentially, it, it was a targeted act, right? With what happened with Popsy. Yeah. So they're stuck in the situation. They essentially got to like, the, their crew becomes the people who were with them before they were big as rappers, right? And Lil Baby is definitely one of those artists. I mean, if you go to his shows and you oh, like, uh-huh. you like pe- peek backstage, you see like 20 people back there. Right. And that's the case for a lot of these artists. I mean, look at young boy when he's performing, he got like 10 other dudes on stage with him. It's like, who are these mm-hmm. people? Right. So when it comes to artists and really the point I'm trying to make here as to why music leaks, what happens is when they're recording, they got a lot of their boys and their homies in the studio with them. Right. So these people are hearing the music, right. They might have access to these songs on their own personal drives or yeah. discs in yep. their car, just because like, you know, they have a good rap with the or good like affiliation with the rapper but the problem is when so many people have your music and they're not even in the industry they're going to start showing it to their friends or their significant others and stuff yep, like that yep. that's how music leaks at the end of the yep. day right and and you have artists um like uh, i'm trying to think of some example here like kendrick for example right who kind of only works in very very like tight-knit close circles kendrick like his, stuff leaked a bit too though not you as got, not like- at this rate not, not at this rate, not as extreme, but a lot of stuff off of Mr. Morale actually leaked in like an early in 2020 in some form. So that's fair enough. But I feel like it didn't get like overplayed on TikTok. Like the thing oh, yeah. with Lil, ba- Lil Baby's leaks get played on TikTok. They, and they, social they media go like really great. public. Yeah, they yeah, go yeah. really public, right? Yeah. Um, another artist that, and I always bring this up, is I feel like with The Weeknd, Stuff that leaks never gets released, right? Oh, it, yeah, it's yeah. almost it's almost funny that when something leaks, it always leaks as like a reference or demo track. And then that's the actual that's song true. ends up being totally different, even if it does use the demo track, because there's actually a leak of the Starboy demo and it sounds yeah. completely different than you know what we actually got. So he's another artist that works in close, tight-knit circles. And that's really what you need. You got to be working in one place with a small group of people who you can like really trust. And you got to make sure you're not sending music out, right? Because yeah, when you that's send, a big problem. We'll actually yeah. talk about that with this Drake album is because when you're sending stuff around, which is the case with CLB actually, and you have a lot of features, stuff leaks, right? Yep. So that was my little tangent about this track. Uh, even though it's fire, right? It's just it, it takes away the wow factor out of it because you heard it already in snippets, right? Yeah. Uh, just to enter, you know, I, I didn't hear this track, or unless maybe you sent me a snippet on like uh, Messenger. Oh, I or definitely did. But I wasn't. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> I wasn't actively listening to yeah. this track uh, before it dropped. And I saw, you know, I still think it's good. Uh, but I thought the other singles are maybe just a little bit better. Um, but still, you know. Um, We'll see what we end up getting with the project. As you said, though, I'm starting to get a little concerned for the project if it doesn't drop soon, just because it seems like we've it's had to drop soon. A while we're we're gonna get it within the noise. next few yeah. weeks, I think. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, it's definitely on the way. Um, shout out to Forty Two Doug, by the way. It seems like lately everything he's been putting out has been kind of like heat. Like I, yeah. his music is very polarizing in the sense that he sounds very different, right? With his like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his style of drawl that's kind of what they talk about like the way these guys speak like little baby 42 doug their their dialect and accent it's called drawl just kind of the way they enunciate words and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but for rapping purposes i think it works great in in a lot of cases uh 42 doug's another example i think he's gonna get more and more popular in the coming years because obviously little baby has been putting him on he was on the future album he was even on lemonhead on the tyler album last year yeah i was about to say he's getting a lot of good 
uh, features. So. Yeah, he's getting a lot of good features. Uh, and he's on the 4PF side. There's also another artist who's been getting really popular in the past few weeks and months called No Cap. He's on the Young Boy side. You probably heard the name somewhere here or there. But oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his music has been getting more and more popular. Um, next up here, Chance the Rapper and Joey Badass. Uh, <laughs> so, so starting, I guess Joey, Joey Badass was supposed to have a project dropping today. Actually, he pushed it last it minute. Pushed because he couldn't definitely get because cleared. of Drake. That's yeah. That's the unofficial story is because of Drake. The official story is he couldn't get samples cleared. No, but that's not. True. Seems, it seems weird to push it the morning it's supposed uh, 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 to drop because yeah, no, you can't no, get samples cleared. No. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this is the Chance the Rapper single. Chance is obviously gearing up for a project. We've talked about before how this project's going to be make or break for him. Um, I actually thought this single was like a much better step than his previous single he put out for this project. Like it, it sounds more like classic Chance, like a little better. Um but I'm still not convinced that he's doing enough to like pick himself out of the rut that he is getting. He got in with Big Day. You know, I saw I saw this tweet about that single he put out, and uh, somebody he tweeted like, "What's your favorite part about this?" And someone was like, "The part where my AirPods died." <laughs> I don't think it was that bad, but um, yeah, it definitely. Uh, I'm starting to get concerned. You know. Uh... <laughs> I see Chance in the same lane as Logic right now. I think I, I'm, I've written him off. Again, yeah. I feel like a lot of people do that after Big Day. I'll, I'll at least give his new project a chance. Uh, but I'm not promising. I'm, I'm not going to necessarily be like flipping out about it unless it's good, right? Like, it's got to be yeah. good. I'm not just always going to be. Logic's album is good, so. <laughs> so that's basically the new music we got. This no, week. no, you missed more. There's what actually a lot more. Kevin Gates dropped an album. Oh, yeah, that is true. Kevin Gates dropped an album, but I didn't really listen to it because I'm not like a huge Kevin Gates fan. Um, oh, I, for, I forgot to also list uh, K Flock and Fabio Foreign dropped a song called Make a Movie. It was not that good. <laughs> <laughs> the drill uh, song was not that good. We got West Side Boogie Project too. That actually is a really good project. It's uh, more black superheroes, West Side Boogie. So okay. it's only 12 tracks, pretty easy listen. Um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty good um jid had a 29 freestyle so that's he released a freestyle there's a music video for it uh, so i've seen YouTube. a lot of people actually raving about joji in the past few weeks joji dropped the single last week i think yeah, yeah. I, I saw someone i saw I had, I had a couple of friends post about it and they were like this is one of the best songs i've heard in a while i haven't listened to it personally i don't know i, I listened i listened to it um i didn't think it was joji's best song to, to be honest, like I, I thought it was definitely below some of the work from his uh, previous project. Like they had, what was this project? It had like Slow Dancing in the Dark and a couple of other things on it. But um, I think we're going to get a good project from him soon. So you're right. You're right. But I'll, I'll talk about J.I.D. J.I.D. had this crazy freestyle where he's like doing this wild offbeat. This beat is crazy. If you're like, I'm so excited for this J.I.D. project. This is definitely like something i'm really looking forward to for the year so excited to get a single for that um what else do i have here i think that's just about it except for no we got a uh switching to like i guess tde but not really tde reason and j-rock dropped a single okay. and kendrick lamar dropped a documentary on spotify um, did he really how did i not see this <laughs> because it's pretty pretty um what's the word i'm looking for forgettable bad um not that like kendrick is bad but it's only three minutes 
and most of it is b-roll footage from ghana like it, it's about his uh, recent trip to ghana and right like, right is mr morale released so if you're really excited about the mr morale project definitely check it out there's like a there's some cool words of wisdom from kendrick and some interesting insights there but i think for the most part uh it's it's not really like anything special because it's only a three minute like you can't make a documentary in three minutes right. So speaking uh, of Kendrick, uh, did you see that photo of him celebrating his birthday with the cake with, with uh, Baby Keem and then people and the bullying Baby Keem on? <laughs> Bro, they went off on him because he was wearing like a, a cheap like white dress shirt untucked with like a, a very tie. short tie. And the funny thing is the tie was loose; you couldn't even see it properly fitted at the collar or something like that. And he just looked very like sus like he wasn't ready for the photo or something yeah and he like, he's caught off guard people on twitter were like baby keem with the baby tie and it was like why baby keem look like he just got fired at work or something like that <sighs> i'm trying to i'm trying to think of more or more uh uh memes that people were kind of coming up about people, baby people keem. disrespecting them oh man and bro they said they said keem got the world's smallest tie one person said thought keem was gonna <laughs> That's there the were there successful. was so much worse. Oh. Oh. So yeah, lots of interesting Kendrick stuff. We're looking forward to his tour coming up. Uh, he'll start that. When does he Why start Baby Keem look like a used car salesman? <laughs> you're just having too much fun with this uh, Baby Keem thing, right? bro. It's funny. I bet he's laughing at it too. To be honest, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy where he's not taking himself too seriously. Yeah, so I don't think he's too upset. Last last few singles coming up: FKA Twig single and Rico oh. Nasty single um if you like the the you know those are interesting listens too and one last thing to talk about michi darko from the um group oh gosh this is skipping me now uh he's got he's got a project coming up august 26th okay what is this group oh my gosh i'm completely blanking there's been too i'm saying too much music this week i'm completely yeah, there's blanking been a lot on uh on, uh, i'll get it really flatbush zombies from flatbush zombies mm. Michi Darko from Flatbush Zombies is doing his first solo project on August 26th, and he released a single for it, Kill Us All. Very political track. It's really interesting to see all the political tracks we've been getting from artists lately, right? We got the yeah. Vinny one a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, this Michi Darko one. Uh, so lots of interesting music this week. But let's, yeah, let's, sure. let's get then to maybe the most interesting thing this week most interesting Naya, Naya, we still got a couple of things to talk about so okay. yeah yeah because we we actually didn't talk about last week's updates because uh, we recorded before Friday. oh yeah oh, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna spend too much time on it i'm kind of gonna just do a quick run through so we got x who had a posthumous album this was kind of unnecessary though because it was just like a re-release of a lot of his most popular songs with some new things on here like some stuff from Love, spotify right? yeah some stuff from yeah. uh, soundcloud too that didn't exactly. get really so i guess so it was a very a weird a weird packaging of things so that was that i think this is going to be the, his last posthumous work because i think they're genuinely out of content i, w- I would think point. so yeah. yeah uh kid cuddy single i did not listen to it actually but he he has this project intergalactic on the way very soon people are not happy people are saying cuddy's falling off yeah i kind of agree to some extent i listened to the single too and it really didn't like capture my attention that much um so, I mean, Cuddy, I, yeah, Cuddy's I still getting big like spots at festivals just because I think of his like his yeah. history and discography, right? So that's never going to change. Right. Um, I know you like this song, Pharrell, Twenty One Savage, Tyler, Cash and Cash, cash in, Out. Cash Out. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this song, dude. I I think 
I first heard it and I'm like, 21 sounds so annoying with the whole cash in, cash out, like hook. Yeah, the hook's not the best, but I think it's like a fun song. You know, I, I like these kind of songs where there's like a lot of artists with, with good chemistry just kind of flowing off each other. And I think this song's got that. So that's what I appreciate about this song. Tyler um, and it, Pharrell are so similar creatively. Yeah. Like, you know, just in terms of their outfits and like their perspective on music, right? That's why it's like, always good to get them together. You know, I think they always make yeah, fun. Tyler music is together. just like so creatively free, you know, that's the kind yeah. of artist he is. Yeah. Uh, Control Deluxe by SZA. Five years later. Anniversary. Kind, <laughs> yeah. of, kind of funny, honestly. Like, Five I, years I later, we get a did deluxe. not expect this. Like, we need the new album. What is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is in part like getting ready for the new album. I right? think so, It's got to be coming later this year. TDE's been putting out a lot of music lately. We had that Reason J-Rock single this week. Yeah, this now that Kendrick's version. gone, he's not the focus anymore. So, Right. I think they're going to pivot to SZA being the focus. To plus be SZA's headlining day in Vegas. So you right, would right. think that new album would probably want to be out by then, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's coming soon, I think. So we also got a new single from Ray Shremard called Denial. Uh, Did we? I didn't even listen to that. Yeah. So I listened to it once and I was like, this is nothing special. And here's what I think Ray Shremard have just fallen off. Like they, they went viral in 2015, 2016. Uh-huh. It's not like that anymore. Like I think the fact that they didn't release anything for four years after, you know, Shrem Life 3 made people kind of forget something. about them. Yeah. And, and before, like, Sway Lee was putting out great features and he was getting a lot of popularity on his own. And he, even he's not really doing that anymore. So whenever he features, it, it gets overlooked. So I don't I would be surprised if a new Ray Shremert album sold more than 50K more 50k i don't think think it's gonna just based on the amount of attention they're getting right now i don't think it's gonna do more than 50k that's fair because i didn't even hear that this single drop right i I just see that and the funny thing is i mentioned it on i mentioned it on the last episode and even then like i almost forgot about it yeah that's fair that's fair so it was not really i think they're in trouble yeah they don't bring anything new to the table um I, i personally don't even think that they've blown up into like the mainstream space entirely i think that I think that Sway Lee has had his run. I think that Slim Jimmy sucks and that the only reason <laughs> Ray Shremard are even relevant is because of Sway Lee. Uh, man, I don't know. The best thing they'll do is they'll get a bunch of like top features on this project and be mm-hmm. able to get some listens after that, off of that. Because Shrem Life 3 had The Weeknd and Travis Scott on it. So That's true. That's true. They'll be able to get some, probably pull some good features and then go from there. Uh, Rar- Nar- Ugh, cannot talk right now. Nardo Wick dropped another single oh, called yes. Riot. Right. He's got uh his album Who Is Nardo Wick Two on the way. He's a double XL freshman as well, along with Sofago. We'll run through that list here in a second. We also had some new releases from Black Young Boy and Ali Chapa. Other so basically last week was I mean both weeks have been pretty good. I mean we've been oh. getting some songs from some pretty big names. Uh. And we got a lot coming up. I mean, we got Lil Durk, 7220 Deluxe dropping this upcoming weekend. Um, another big release coming up is Chris Brown, who I also think is this coming weekend. Beyonce is coming up with an album called Renaissance yeah, Part 1. Uh, so we got a lot on the way. And I'm just going to say, I mean, 2022 for music is so crazy right now. We've gotten, it seems like everyone who we listen to, is dropping right yeah yeah i mean for me in just the first half of the year it seems like right we're only halfway we're only halfway through and we got at least from my perspective i look at it we got the weekend we got gunna we got drake we got 
who else? Kendrick. We're Push gonna to get TV, Travis. Kendrick. Yeah. Like so many just yeah. great releases. It's it's been it's been great. So we're gonna have to look back on this year and see how it stacks up in the past several for music because right now it's already rivaling 2016 for me. So. Yeah, probably the best, the best, I would say by the end of the year, it's going to be the best group of releases in the past decade, at least past 10 years. I think years. so too. Yeah. This is the uh, post COVID rebound that we're That's seeing true. right now. That's true. People are touring. We're about to see some more live music in a couple months here. It's getting exciting. Uh, let me run through the freshman list here real quick. And then all right. We'll, all right. We'll, we'll Moving on to the double to, freshman list. We'll go back to what everyone's been waiting for because uh, just I, I know right now the people who are still listening are like come on i need them to talk about this drake album because <laughs> there's so much to talk about here but oh it's gonna be good it, yeah so with this freshman list here we got a nardowick sofago who i already talked about i'm gonna run through the names that i recognized first yep, yep, uh, yep. nardowick sofago babyface ray he was just on the future album uh casey puto uh baby tron is another name that i recognize and mm-hmm. that's it other than that i don't even know how to pronounce some of these names <laughs> i i think that you know so from what you're saying I, you know i looked at this list too you're right, i thought there were a few like good choices on there like nardo and sofago right. um and babyface but um yeah for the most part like half the list is just completely like who like yeah and i think, I think it's already for a few years it's already very obvious out of this freshman list who is gonna stay relevant yeah. and who's not yeah. you know it's gonna be nardo it's gonna Sofago. Be, uh, Sofago probably uh Babyface Ray, I think. Casey Pluto has been slowly yes, getting more yeah. and more popularity. And Babytron right now, I think, falls into a very specific niche. Like he does have like a core fan base that really hype him up. Uh that's why I've heard of the name before. He has mm-hmm. a song called Luca Tronchich. Never heard of it. Luca <laughs> no, Luca Doncic is right. NBA player. Oh, see, I don't, I don't follow NBA oh, yeah, that closely. I forgot closely. that you don't follow basketball. Okay, but yeah, so that's the list here. Um, don't really have anything negative to say about it, but not really anything positive either because I don't see any clear-cut superstars on here right yeah. now. Uh, Nardowick. I think Nardowick's uh, the This next album is going to tell us a lot. It's yeah, going to tell us if, if he just ends up having features carry him or if he can hold his own. I think that's, that's what true. we've yet to be seen because with artists like Lil Baby and Lil Durk, what we've seen is, and even Gunna to some extent, they have the ability to hold their own on a track. Yeah. And I don't know if Nardowick does. We'll find out. We'll find out. So let's talk about honestly, never mind here. Everyone's been waiting on this conversation here. Uh, yeah. I know you have a lot to say. I have a lot to say. I mean, I don't I feel like my thoughts on this album are still not fully formulated and they probably won't be for another few weeks at least. Um, but let me just paint the picture here. Let's give some context and then we'll start talking. Um debating rather so i think when it comes to this release right obviously it was announced six hours before and then it actually ended up dropping that mm-hmm. night what people thought was going to be a collection of summer hip-hop bangers actually ended up being a collection of r&b vocal tracks over house inspired beats like just to set the like stage clear I, here this on, is not on, a I have to interject already. You said house-inspired beats. It's not just like house-inspired beats. It's actually house music, is it not? The reason I say house-inspired is because I feel like there are still a lot of like... I feel like he's not fully committing on this album. You know what I mean? To the house-like landscape. There's, there seem to be like... His approach to it is the same as the approach to all his other albums for the most part. 
that that's kind of how I'm seeing this. Okay. If, if you if you want to say just house beats, sure, we can say that. The reason I was I was a little hesitant to full on say house beats is because there are elements that I picked up that are like, okay, he does this on all his albums, right? Yeah, that's true. I would also say that there's elements that are like you are that are fundamentally like a core thing of house music right. that is no, missing I'm not, I'm not a lot of these tracks. That. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I I'm guess that's fair that to say. But I think it's a house album through and through. I think it's a yeah, dance so, yeah, yeah, it's a house album. It's listed as dance on streaming yeah, platforms, yeah. right? So that's what I was about to say is this is not a hip hop album that Drake has put out. He's put out something completely different than what he's ever done. Um, and this, I think, is what happened is it's resulted in Drake's most polarizing project to date. Oh, you think that's, that's, a fair that's for sure. That is 100% true. It's projected to do 230K first week, which for an album that there is no prior announcement for, is really freaking good but i would say for a drake album is below expectations it's not though because dark I think lane, it is. no no no, it's not because dark lane demo tapes didn't crack uh 300 either and it had 2c slide already released as a single so when it comes to these albums that have like no promo this, anything above like 200 you know that that solidifies like how like popular you are you see lb did over 600 right so, yeah, but but so sure. But my thoughts on honestly, like on this, where like I saw so many people sharing to social media, so many people like just talking about it in the six hours before it released, that I think not doing over three hundred is like uh, for. Right, Drake, but you have a lot of people project, who aren't gonna catch on until the next day, or you know, like it. The the, the projections could change. You know, this is sure, just off like, of two days of right, projection, right? Like, right, because. Right. If you think about it, uh, the future album got severely underprojected. You're right. And, you're right. and the Jack Harlow album was severely overprojected, right, right. right? So we'll get we'll get more refined as the we'll week get goes a more on. accurate number here. This is just the academics like initial projection that he's put out yeah. here. Um, and speaking about these initial reactions, because there was a lot of chatter in the six hours leading up, as well as the six hours right after. Um, so I will, I'm going to, I'm going to say a few things and I'll let you have your opinions here, okay. but uh, the initial reactions for most people, I would say were very harsh and completely yep. trashing this project. Right. Yep. Uh, in the past few days though, I have noticed a lot, some people have chilled out a little bit, you know, they're maybe not trashing the album. They're saying, okay, there are some good things about it. They're saying it's not bad. Um, but you do have some people that are like, I love this project, right? So you do have both sides here. Maybe more so people are like, I don't really like it, or I think it's bad, M like more than the people who are like, I love this project, but that it's polarizing, right? You have complete yeah. opposite takes on this album. And I wanted to comment on all the negative feedback that I was seeing, and even maybe the positive feedback to some extent okay. that I was seeing literally 30 minutes after this drop, right? Because th these reactions were instant. You know, people were no, hopping on Twitter right. immediately. And I'm going to go back to stuff that I've said like 40 episodes ago, but you know, we're at the point now where social media is like deteriorated, deteriorated to the point where so many albums get deemed trash immediately after they drop. And I think it's gotten worse recently than it was even when I talked about it last October. Yeah. Because people were saying the Kendrick album. Kendrick album. Band, yeah. Right. They Kendrick like, album. They were talking about that one. Like immediately after it drops. And the only remedy for this, there's only one remedy, is that it's, you gotta like, as an individual listening to music, you gotta let yourself not get influenced by what random people are saying. Yeah. Like not try to fit in with that crowd. You know, just let time and multiple listens and not just multiple listens, but multiple different times, environments, and situations. Because I think music can be very situational and depending yeah, on circumstance yeah. and time of year. So you got to let 
all of these things, like, especially like over an extended period of time, paint your own true perspective on new music, right? It's not just for Drake or Kendrick. This is the case for, you know, anything that drops, anyway. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Because, I mean, even the Tapimba Butterfly initial reaction was kind of like, you know, like, what the hell is this, right? Right. And then... It's the thing was like, when an artist just puts out something that doesn't align with people's expectations, yeah. there's going to be a group of people that always go straight to Twitter and say like, oh, this is trash and don't give it a chance, right? And doesn't align with expectations is exactly what this album is because people yeah. were expecting like, uh, like, if you're reading this it's too late dark lane demo tapes type of album yep yep especially based on the leaks that i had been sending you yeah those were like rap yeah those are proper none of those singles. leaks were on this album and that's what i actually wanted to like i wanted to allude to that here is you know this album only has one feature you know 21 savage right that song is the standout anyway there's it's actually the only hip-hop track on this album yep. it's the last song everything else is just drake and i feel like because right. of that none of it leaked because he probably didn't send it out. It was all in-house. Right. It was just him, 40, Black Coffee, and, and uh, you know. Gordo. Who was Gordo, yeah. yeah. Gordo so, and uh, Remba was another producer. Very, I'm not very too familiar with, group but of producers. House yeah. producers, right? Yep. Um, all right, your yeah. turn. Go ahead, speak. Yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely right about all that stuff. Uh, so I guess, like, let, let me just start giving my initial opinion, you know. We had this conversation about it where you were like, you know, if I like it, what's wrong with that? I would say there's nothing. If you like this project, oh, I don't say, I'm not saying I love that. it. Oh, yeah, I no, I'm just putting this out there. I'm just putting this out there. If you like this project and you enjoy this and this like meshes well with you. Cool. Uh, I, I respect your right to that. Just like there's people out there that like, um, you know, Logic's Bobby Tarantino 3. There's people out there that like Chance the Big Day. I'm not saying this project is as bad as those. It's not. Um, but like. So if you like it, I don't have a problem with that. Um, however, I think there's a, there's a few things that I do take issue with. And number one is just like Drake is such a big artist that he's going to steer the conversation of the music industry with this project. You're already seeing this. Have, if you've checked like uh, other big artists on Twitter and Instagram, so many artists have come out and supported this project already, yeah. right? Jay Including Jay Electronica, who yeah, makes Electronica. very eclectic like, Right, he's a big producer. Beats. Right. right. So a lot of artists are supporting this project. And, and I want to start by saying, like, I, I do support a lot of stuff on this project. So one of the things is, like, I've been saying forever, Drake is just so, like, samey and he's not challenging himself and he's just putting out the same music. That's one of my biggest criticisms on CLB, yeah. right? It was, it was like, this is just... So for him to take this, like, uh, experimentation, and it is a risk. I do want to say it was a risk for him to put out this project because, like, he knew he was going to get a lot of shit for making something that's not like a rap project that appeals to his core. Remember family. his snippet that he right. he was obviously a, a little boozed when he said this, but he was right. just like, you know, like, if y'all don't like he said, I know a lot of y'all don't get, get it, but don't worry, though. That's what we do. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to I want to say, like, I respect that. Like, I, I'm glad Drake has finally decided to, like, push his comfort zone and do something different in some way, shape or form. So. I'm happy for that. Um, I also think that, you know, a lot of the, the beats themselves are, are nice. You know, there's really good production elements. Drake chose a good group of like house producers to work with. And so I think there's a lot of um, great sonic elements in this. There's a lot of good, like. He's worked with Block stuff. Coffee before on More Life. It was called Get It yeah, Together. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I think that it's good to see him reuniting with some of these people. And, and you know, I think overall, there's a lot of nice elements about this project. But here's where I start taking issue, right? Um, 
I think that there are some like very big issues with this project as a dance project that people who say like who are Drake stands are going to write off and say you're just hating or you don't get it and it's like look I'm not saying you can't enjoy the project but I'm saying like if you if you think that this type of music is interesting there's just such better attempts at it and such better versions of it to me at least that I think you should at least try right uh and you should just be like this is the best thing ever that's come out in this electronic like, dance and, and you know i'm not going to look at anything else so here's my like specific issues with it there, there's quite a few so i have a long list here and we can discuss them as as we go through them you can interject whenever you want okay um so first thing is a lot of the songs are just very like um and maybe the project as a whole uninteresting and meandering so if you listen to other like house artists, go listen to some Black Coffee songs, go listen to uh, K Tronda, go listen to Dead Mouse, Cascade. There's so many other. So like, actually, I actually did see a lot of people were like, he should have tapped K Tronda for this because I think it yeah. would have added another element. Right. So so like, yeah, like I think the, the, the producers that are on this are good producers, but I think there's so many other producers you could have worked with or consulted because a lot of these songs, it's like, the beat is very consistent throughout. Drake does some vocal thing. He tries a lot of different inflections and variants of it. And that goes on for four minutes. And then the track ends. So here's the thing. Um, I, I definitely saw that on the, well, the title track is intro, but it's that that's instrumental only. It's like 30 Yeah, you talk about fall, falling back. Falling back on me, right? Yeah. So Biggest he definitely, defender. yeah, Biggest yeah, yeah. Defender. He, he, he definitely does this, um, thing where he he hits these high notes over and over and over again for like four straight minutes on the, yeah. on the track so i wasn't a fan of this track in particular and i think because it's the intro track it's kind of putting a bad taste like yes. for people yes. right right yeah. out of the gate because i think that the second track text go green, text go is, green like is one of the better one ones. of my top three yeah. on this project right like i think my favorite songs on this album uh and i'm gonna pull it up just because you know even though i've listened to it a few times yeah. now it's still you know like I still have to look at it to recognize the song. Let's, let's here, ignore Jimmy Cooks because Jimmy Cooks. Let's ignore Jimmy Cooks for now. Track. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, text go green. Yep. I think a keeper. Um, maybe not sticky because I, I liked it at first, but it is a little repetitive. But we'll say text go green, a keeper, massive flights booked, and overdrive. Overdrive. I, I wanted to shout out overdrive because I think overdrive song is. Here. I think Overdrive is legitimately like a good house track, right? I think that there's like interesting, like that has, and, and here's where a lot of the other tracks falter in my opinion. That song has structure. A lot of these other songs don't have structure. There's not a movement that gets I think Massive is also evolved. the same way. Massive is a little better. Yeah, Massive is up there too. But yeah. a lot of these tracks like Currents, Calling My Name, um, Downhill, tie that binds there's not a movement there's not the song structure that you would expect so it just so, so that's like what i was gonna say I, I think the tail end of this is a little weak you know downhill tie that binds and liability those three like tracks to tail off the album uh yeah they, they kind of missed the mark but right. uh yeah you have texco green like i said texco green a keeper massive flights booked overdrive like this mid this middle selection of the album which is five songs so roughly like half of it here um is pretty good you know very enjoyable and like these are the songs that i'll probably go back to and listen to like out of the context of the entire project right so okay. i think that that's one issue right there that i can agree yeah. with you on it's just yeah. inconsistency in terms of 
the overall feel that you get on this album. Right? So also, I, w- I want to talk about Drake's vocals, right? I, I don't care about the lyrics. Like in a house, pro- you know, I, I thought the lyrics are, are whatever. They're fine. Like in a house project, it's not so much the words he's saying. I'm more interested in the way he says them and how that plays with the beats. Mm-hmm. To me, it seems like a lot of these lyrics are not lyrics, vocals. Uh, first, let's talk about the auto-tune problem. There's songs that are just drenched in auto-tune on his vocals, which it doesn't really make sense to me. Drake has fine vocals. Why is he auto-tuning these? Well, it's uh, because he, he can't hit high notes that well. We saw right, so that on tap someone else. That's that's my second thing. Again, there's the parts we needed to auto-tune. Why is he the only why does he not tap someone else? He has so many connections in the industry. Why does he not or do a vocal sample even? He could sample something. Mm-hmm. Go, go dig through crates, find a good vocal sample that matches what you want and put it here. I don't understand why he feels like he has to like solo carry all this stuff. Um, and, you know, I'm going to take a quick detour. I feel like I'm leveraging a lot of criticism here coming from the perspective that this is an album meant to be taken seriously, because that was my in person impression impression based on the promo that he put out. But so you clarified earlier. In well, that, what promo? He, when he when he put out the snippet, he said, "Oh, oh honestly, mind dropping today, seventh studio album." So yeah, that's but I've already talked about the fact that exactly. seventh studio that's what album I want to talk about a legal thing. That's what label. I want to talk about. So like, um, that's this. So I said this is a sidetrack. So like, if I'm looking and I I kind of formulated my opinion on this based on the opinion that this should be taken as a studio album, as a serious attempt at Drake making house music, I'm now under more of the impression. And I think about the other angle on this is this is just Drake saying. Hey, I think house music is interesting. I want to just try playing around with the format. And I think and that's it, what he did. But that's I don't think the, he spent a lot of time on this record. Either that's he, the problem. I don't think he spent a lot of time on it. And I also think that it's highly possible that he had a lot of these tracks lying around already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's definitely a possibility because he's definitely put house songs on his projects before. So you know what's interesting though? In the backlog. Certified Lover Boy would have been such a more appropriate title for this album for this. based on the subject yeah. matter yeah. than the right, last right, one. Right. Like you should have swapped the titles. What if he called the last one honestly never mind and this one certified lover boy? That there was like some I read some crackpot theory on Reddit. This that this was supposed to be certified lover boy. No, 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 no. no. And no, yeah, yeah. No, and he no, didn't realize that's, it because he was yeah, yeah. That, I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that, but I think no, the, the, the actually what happened is like certified lover boy was supposed to be dark lane demo tapes. And right. then he just put that out as like a COVID quarantine album. And he's like, CLB will come later. Right. Um, so so anyway, anyways, back to the discussion. Like now I, I, I kind of am understanding more that this is just like an experimental, like whatever project that Drake just had fun with and he wanted to put out there. But again, I, I don't understand. It fundamentally does not make sense why this is a studio album. I get what you're saying. The label wanted it to be a studio album. I think as an artist, you have to have the integrity to say, look, this is not meant to be a studio album. I'm not going to put this out as a studio album because it's, it's honestly damaging to your legacy. It's damaging mm-hmm. to people's perception of the genre, of the house music genre. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 yeah that, that's a good point because now this album is going to stack up against Thank Me Later, Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, Views, Scorpion, CLB. So right, now and you're comparing it to you. those albums, whereas I agree with you on this, whereas if he had just labeled it as like a mixtape or even a playlist, right? Because he would playlist, sure. playlist, right? Now you're comparing this album to more life, excuse me, dark lane demo tapes, right? So 
it lowers the stakes a little bit from the get-go. Yeah. Not, not to say those albums are bad, but I'm saying that like... It, it tampers the expectations, which right, we talked about is a big part of the people's perception of this. Because if you're reading this, it's too late, is arguably top three Drake after Take yeah. Care Nothing yeah. was the same, right? So not to say that his mixtape legacy is at a lower standard than his album legacy, but generally, and I think we've discussed this before, is generally when you make the distinction between album versus EP playlist mixtape collection. It's mm-hmm. that albums have a lot more time and promotion and effort and investment. And care and thought. And, yeah. Yeah. All of that. Uh, what CLB definitely did. I mean, he worked on that album for a while. Like people can say whatever they want about CLB. I mean, I still, everything that I said about that album still holds true is I really love the project, but you can't take away from the fact that time and effort were spent on that project. Yeah. Um, over the years with this one for all i know is this could have been like a month-long session could have been a week and that and that's like going back to what i was saying about the vocals it seems like he doesn't try on a lot of the vocals it seems like he found some lyrics he wants to say he experiments with saying that in a few different cadences and a few different um note patterns you know he plays around with the notes and that's it it doesn't seem like there's a lot of thought taken into the progression on the on the uh on the saw on the notes that he's using for these vocals it doesn't seem like there's a lot of care put into it it just seems really half-assed in my opinion in my opinion and again if this is labeled as like a experimental mixtape like hey i just want y'all to see what y'all think about this that's not a problem when this is labeled as an album i'm expecting care and thought and like direction to be put into this so yeah so here's the um funny thing though that i wanted to point out is like this is largely for the people who were trashing the album right after it came out it's kind of funny because you had people who after clb dropped that were like i just want drake to put out a 15 song one hour focused album and that's another thing i respect about regardless this. Yeah. of how you interpret this album that's what it is it's 14 yeah. minutes 52 tracks it has songs. a particular Wait, sound <laughs> You had that backwards. 14 tracks, 52 minutes. Oh, did I say 52 yeah. tracks? Oops, sorry. 52 <laughs> minutes, 14 tracks. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it has a focused like direction yeah. that it's going yeah. with, right? Or so, like a cohesive, I, I saw people a cohesive were like, sound. Yeah. yeah, like his best albums are when he has a cohesive sound and he did on this album. But yeah. I think really it's just more like uh, how this album was set up versus like, you know, expectation right. versus reality kind of thing. Right. I saw a thing I wanted to call it that I really respected was that, you know, he, he picked a cohesive sound and, uh, you know, I, I, until the last track, it's very cohesive. Uh, you know, I think the last track is like kind of intentionally like a, a rap type track. You know, it's like, honestly, you know, I tried to give you this, but, you know, whatever. Here's, a, here's your rap track. See, as that's well. what's interesting, so though. It's, it. it's because it feels like he couldn't fully commit. Like he had to put a rap song. On yeah. There. Yeah. Just because he was maybe like, oh, you know, if I don't put one on here, people are going to just completely like. Or maybe he wanted a more, this is maybe me kind of trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. like maybe he just wanted a more energetic finish or like a stronger closing to the album. But maybe then the, the counter argument is like the fact that you put the rap track as the last album makes it stick out and it's going to get more plays because of that, because it's like right there at the tail end. It's almost like it's not yep. part of the album, like a bonus track. Yeah. Like here you go. And what else is funny is that on his, uh, 
I, he has this new show that he's doing. I think it's like for the table right. or something like that. Or table for one. Table for yeah. one. Yeah. On Sound 42, Sirius XM. And he said that Scary Hours 3 is on the way. So I don't yeah. think he's done with new music, which actually supports your argument that like this is just kind of he just put this out there and he's going to move on from it immediately. Yeah. Right. And he's going to have like a, a more rap focused album on the way soon. Uh, well, or mixtape, EP, whatever you want to Scary do. Hours doesn't have to be associated with anything. I think his right. Scary Hours packs are usually just a three-track collection, one radio hit, one trap hit, and one lyrical hit, right? Because right. that's what we had on two. We had What's Next, which was the radio hit. We had Wants and Needs, which oh, was yeah. the trap hit. And then Lemon Pepper Freestyle is your lyrical Drake that people, a lot of people like, actually. Um Right. Okay, let me let me talk about my personal thoughts here with the album a little bit because everything I've been saying so oh. far has been like largely objective. Let me, right? I had I had one more thing I wanted to say really quick. Okay. For a dance track, this is missing a lot of danceability or dance album, and that's because there's no snare on the two and four on a lot of songs. I picked that up pretty quickly. If you listen like falling back or current, I did notice that it was lacking drums for a yes, lot. Yes, like, lacking some I snare on the two and four. It, yeah. So that's that's one more thing I wanted to call out here that just feels like it's it's a fundamental misstep. By Drake, if you, but I feel like it has to be intentional because he's working with all these big house. But why? Why are we? Yeah, no, exactly. It's like I feel like we're criticizing Drake for the production elements here when the basically the production was largely. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people forget about Forty is yes, Forty does produce, but he is his primary engineer as well. So right. when appropriate. He actually won't even, I think he produces less now than he used to in the past. Like yeah. on songs like, uh, like nothing was the same, for example, songs like Tuscan leather, you know, that's 40 produced 40 engineered, but right. now lately, like, because he's gotten so big, it's like 40 is still like doing the executive production and all the engineering, mixing, mastering for Drake, but the production is largely being handled by other people. And I was looking at the credits on a lot of these songs. It's like, just Gordo, Black Coffee on the production credits, and then overall mm -hmm. forty gets credit there. So he's just right. taking the beats and the vocals and like you know mixing them really. Right, right. So, so we can't really even blame Drake or Forty for a lot of the production choices because sure they had input, but like it had to be intentional, right? Because if if they took issue with it, then they would have been like, nah, put in a drum here or something like right, that. Right, right. So. Yeah, a bit perplexing to me. But any, anyways, that, that was like kind of my thoughts on the project. Right, let me talk about my personal thoughts. I've been, I've been keeping yeah. it objective up to this yes. point. So I'll, okay. I'll give my more personal opinions on this album here. So like I said, I like the project, but I don't love it. Uh, and I think there's that's due to a number of reasons. We actually already hit on a lot of these, but I'll mm -hmm. just kind of run through what I at least wanted to discuss. So expectation versus reality, right? It is completely different from what people were expecting. Yeah. Right? People were like, we're going to get summer drizzy, like, you know, hip hop, drizzy, whatever you wanted to expect, right? That was the general expectation. And it did a full 180, right? We get the complete opposite of what we're expecting. And I'm not used to the style of music, even less than you. So I, I don't have right. as much context on this as well, right? And this is reiterating another point we said, there's a lot of inconsistencies with the album, Drake's vocal performance on some of the tracks, poor tail end on these tracks with the exce exception of Jimmy Cooks. And it just feels dull and boring sometimes. Like that's all there. Yep. And yep. I think the drums have a lot to do with that. I think drums would have added a different energetic flair um, to some extent on this production. But at the same time, there are a lot of things about the album that I do enjoy. Delivered a concise, focused album. People have been yep, wanting this for years. That. 
And I don't understand why people aren't giving him credit for that because the same people who like were demanding that from Drake are now the ones like bashing this album. Right. Again. So right. I, I want to people... Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier is like, you know, I've been saying for a long time and I really ripped on CLB that it was all over the place and he was sticking to the same sounds and stuff that he'd done before. So that's why I wanted to really just make sure that it's known. Like I really, I still say that CLB like from a, like individual production standpoint, look at the production on every track. It was definitely a step ahead compared to what he had been doing. Like on Scorpion, for example. Right. But I, I just want to say, I really respect this project for that. I really want to respect that it's, it's focused, it's cohesive, except for, you know, without looking at Jimmy Cooks, it's very focused, very cohesive, and it's a very different thing from Drake. So I want to say, I respect that. I really do respect that. Yeah. So, so people were saying they want experimental Drake. Now, how yeah. experimental you want to call this, that is something that, that we, we could have a whole nother debate about this because it's right. like, He's using experimental beats, but if we're going to fall back on that statement that I said that, you know, he's not even doing the beats, right? He's just doing the vocals. Is this truly experimental? Because he's right. taking the same vocal approach to these house beats that he does to all his other tracks. Right. So, yeah. so I, I wouldn't say it's experimental. It's <laughs> right. not experimental from an objective music. It's experimental for Drake. Like for as Drake. an artist, this as is outside artist. of his comfort zone. Right. Yeah. So what I want to say that I do like about this at the end of the day is that it's mood music, right? For the right situation and circumstance, like you're driving late at night or it's like summertime or whatever, you can turn on this album and it'll fit with the situation, right? Like it's definitely a vibe in that sense. I don't, I don't know why you're laughing right now. I'm not laughing. I'm just <laughs> you like, are laughing. No, no, I'm not laughing. Bro, I'm, you're, I'm you're about to, thinking. you're about to, really thinking. you're about to um, say something. Oh, I'm about to say something. Why is that a good thing? Why is it a good thing that this is like a vibe, quote unquote? I, that's, that's what like music what... is at the end of the day. Okay, okay. But like, I don't know. Like, I've, I have some thoughts to that. So one, like you're saying like, it, you know, you could put this on in the background and just chill. Like to me, that sounds like a backhanded compliment. That sounds like, hey, this is music, but it's not atten- interesting enough okay. to have my okay. attention. Let's actually right. talk about this because... I don't know how to actually like articulate what I want to say about these statements properly, just because I've been seeing them so much this year. It's like, yes, I know where you're yes. going with this. This is H&M background music. This is what you hear. Okay, you I, I don't, do I'm not going to go that extreme. You said that on, you said that. I said on the messenger at one point, but that was me hating. And like, okay. I, I realized now I shouldn't have said that. Cause you're right. No, people said that about the weekend. No, no, project. but here's okay. It's like like a, That's fine. Like, I, I know you were kind of just trolling there with that one, but that, let's actually talk about these statements. Yeah, let's, here let's because see it, let's see this is like another big social media thing that has been coming up a lot this year. Mm-hmm. People said this about Don FM, like, hello, Don FM is a phenomenal project. And if you want to compare these two, like Don FM blows this one out of the water. Oh you yeah. Know that. yeah. Because they, they both have this sort of like a uh, nightclub influence, right? Yes. That, yes that's kind of what they're influence. going that's for. Fair. They're both albums that you would want to hear at a nightclub, but the one that has the energy is Don FM. And this one doesn't have that energy. Right. Yep. Not to say that this one is bad. I'm just saying Don FM has the elements that this one is missing. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand what this statement is. Is like, oh, this is just H&M background music. Like, okay, H&M is going to play good music in their stores. Like, I don't, I don't get that statement. Whenever people, think- whenever people hear something that is kind of a, like a stretched out beat and they yeah. want to say something bad about it, they're like, I can't wait to hear this at H&M. It's becoming an overused criticism. You're right. You're right. It, it has no basis. And it's just a very ignorant thing to say. 
in my so opinion. I, w- I want to say like i think part of the basis where it's coming from is people say like it's kind of like very inoffensive like if you hear an h&m it's a very inoffensive very like lackadaisic type thing it's not super like in your face which to me corresponds as energetic so that but you're right that that's kind of like a nightclub thing right it's like yeah so i don't know if it's fully fair i, I agree i don't like this criticism I said it as just like being a hater troll. Okay, like yeah, like you know, like, like if this is the argument people are going to be used, like I could go to H and M. I'll probably hear Die Hard being played. I'll, I'll right. hear, no, I'll right. hear Kendrick, right. like just because someone makes a chill feel good song doesn't mean that it's bad because that's what right. the context on these like H and M music statements are. It, it's this idea that H and M is like a, a basic store for people who have no taste and. Right that's what this music is associated with like that's no like no that's not I what th- again i just want to say i think it's because you know you would hear something very inoffensive at h&m so people want to use it to describe music that they think is just very bland right um but people say that for everything now so it's almost right. as if it's the overused. statement has it's lost its way overused. it's so overused yeah. right yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. I, I remember I even saw like some people were commenting it on tiktok and then people were clapping back they're like bro at least be original yeah, right? that's, that's fair. It's that's lost fair, its fair. meaning. Like, just say that you don't like it. You don't have to. You don't have to say this sort of statement, right? Because it it really is meaningless at this point. It, it's right. It's an ignorant thing to say. Sure, I'll agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess if like I think we've put the H and M thing, that's settled. But that's still going back to like the it's a it's a vibe like. So I'm still not convinced it's a great thing just have it on the background. But you know, like some music you do. But for me, that's another thing. Like, I don't understand why that means this is good. Like, sure, you can put it on in the background of like a nightclub or something. But there's other dance electronic music you could also put on the background that's going to get people moving more. That's going to like fit the the mood better. You know me. what the difference is? And why I would put this on? The difference is that it's Drake. That that's really okay. all it comes okay. down to. See, like, and that's that's another thing that I don't like. If this was released by any other dance electronic artist or something, this would have been just. It wouldn't have been shit on. It wouldn't have been like Big Day, like Bobby Tarantino three ripped on. But it just would have been very like people would have said, oh, it's very like bland. It's very like you know missing but a the lot thi- of the thing is elements. when it comes so, to like hearing music like in this sort of context, people want to hear what they're familiar with. And sure. people are going to be familiar with this because it's Drake, right? And then when you look, talk about other dance and electronic artists, right? Like, even if the music is objectively better, people may not know who that person is or what that right. song is, right? So- and, and to be fair, they also may not, like, be able to listen to it and enjoy it without putting a lot of time into it because right. it's so jarring, right? right so maybe right. something to, to say about this is, you know, maybe Drake has a fundamental interest in dance electronic music and is trying to get more people interested in the genre by making something very simple, very plain with his name on it so that people will listen to it. Hey, I kind of like this. Oh, Black Coffee produced this. Let me go listen to Black Coffee stuff. That's a little more like experimental into more real house music. And then they get into the genre. Maybe no, I will tell you, you though, I have friends who are like their favorite genre is EDM, right? And right. they said they love this album, right? So that that's what's kind of been interesting, at least in my circles. It's like the, the hip hop fans are not a fan of this project but my friends who are edm and house fans love this album like i've already had people say like uh like people who are fans of house say that they like this way better than clb 
yeah well that's well i can see that if you're a fan of house music you're gonna allow like maybe if they're more of a fan of house than hip-hop i'm not sure if that's the case but yeah, more of a fan of house than hip-hop yeah, yeah well still then they're gonna fans. like the dance still... project more yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so i get what's that interesting here. um yeah. i think it's time to rate this album so i think i already told you my rating on this project i've been kind of uh teetering between 6.5 and 7 i think i'm gonna go with 6.5 just because there are a lot of these inconsistencies and uh yeah you know like from an objective standpoint i can sit here and tell you that yeah there are some elements of this album that it should have had that it's missing is it as much of a problem for me as it is for you no Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna try to be as objective as possible here and that's why i'm gonna give it a 6.5 rating because like the past like 24 hours I've started to fall into like, okay, I don't really like this song, but I really like this song. Yeah. And it's kind of 50, 50 for me. So 6.5 out of 10 is my rating for the album. That's fair. That's fair. And as, as a Drake fan, I can see why you gravitate towards this. Uh, so I, I respect that opinion. I'm thinking more of a three and a half or four. Okay. 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 Because, no, 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 no. Because no, let, no, let me explain no, my rationale. No, you, you're, you're, rationale. dude, your ratings are always like, like you, say out of 10 but in your head you're really thinking more out of seven or no, eight. this is out of 10 this is out of 10 no but but like you always you rate things so low on the spectrum <laughs> if we've already still, established that like me, five is the cutoff for mid you're putting this album in the trash spectrum no no it's slightly below mid trash is like zero one is it trash for that, me that's is what like i'm saying one. your your personal scale is far too like you have a low curve is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to get the normal distribution. You know, I want the mean to be five. That's that's like in my eyes where it should be around. That's No, because that means that the average album in your eyes is mid, which is not the case. That's the definition of mid, though. You're, you're, see, you're making Based the mistake. The you're, no, no, no. You're, 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 no, stop, stop. You're, stop. You're making the mistake that I used to make when I said mid is like in the middle. That's not what mid means. Mid is like below <laughs> average. Like not Mid is like not good. Then that's this project's mid, it's below five. Okay, so say it's like a 4.5 or five. Okay, okay, I'll give I'll give it a four, four point five. I'll move it slightly. No, up you're giving game. it a five. You're giving no, it no no hell no. So let me explain why. Let me explain why Just you gave me, CLB right? like a four point five. Right. I I, th- I honestly I think this is around the same. It's just very different. Oh my god. I think dude. it's around the same. Nah, so, for as, as a as a person who enjoys hip hop, I can tell you that I still find CLB better than this project. So then I can give this project a 3.5 or a 4. No, because you changed your mind on CLB. Give me a 3.5 out of 4. No, you changed your mind on CLB. That's the thing. Remember when I texted you and you're like, not going to confirm, but I may have some CLB songs in my rotation. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's true. That's true. I I ended up thinking it's a little higher towards the end of the year. You boosted your your CLB rating went up to a 6. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But this is a 5 for you. Right now, right now, this is a four for me i won't say 3.54 i'll just say it's a solid that's so disrespectful because it's missing like so many of those things it's missing are fundamental problems for me i can i know other house music that i could can enjoy more than this and i'll listen to over this so i don't really have any many reasons to listen to anything on here your rating is gonna go green and overdrive your rating is gonna go up i promise you maybe bro just just have a have a challenge for you for 2022 you buy a car and then you drive at night and then you play this album and your ratings going to go up. Cause that's, that's the vibe that you like for it. Right. It's driving yes. at night. Um, 
anyways, Texco Green and Overdrive were the songs that I could like I, I think are good on this project. Everything else I think is either like on the you know tolerable to like really bad, like falling back. I do not like that track at all. So I think there's a lot of fundamental issues. It's kind with of funny because that's the track as a track dance house album got dropped for. It was I know back. with him yeah. marrying the 23. He married 23 women. <clears throat> so and, yeah, I, I'm just scared. I'm just scared about this project that it's going to influence the conversation of of what's good dance electronic music too much. Um, but also, I you know I have some hope. I have some first. I want to say I have some respect for Drake for for doing what he did for this, for trying something different, for making a cohesive project. And I have some hope that maybe this will actually influence the conversation to make dance electronic music more popular, get people more interested in it and more interested in, in like the things that are going on there. Because I think there's some interesting things going on there. So, um, you know, right now it's a four for me. Maybe it'll grow on me. Uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. I think this blend between house music and hip hop is really starting to show itself in the past few months. I mean, just look at the Swedish House Mafia album. We had ASAP Rocky on it, right? Yeah. Frankenstein, yeah. right? So, and Jay Electronica has also worked with you know a lot of hip hop artists in recent. So, you're definitely you're seeing this blend manifest itself more and more, and I think that's only going to continue. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say. So, with that being said that that is our take on this album obviously end of the year we'll have to do our like year recap and so we're definitely going to revisit this project and we'll see if opinions on this album change for clb for me it didn't so we'll see if it ends up being the case on this project at least um like i said we're only halfway through this year we still got a lot of big releases we got little baby coming up beyonce coming up and I'm sure that after those, the dust settles on those, like the next thing to look forward to will probably be Utopia by Mm -hmm. Travis. So we got a lot coming up. I think we're back on our regular schedule here now for the most part. So we'll have all that content out regularly. And as always, thanks to everyone who got this far and we'll be back soon.